I thought glory would come to him as people saw your life looking good. It never occurred to me that people could see him better when your life looks horrible, but you're trusting him in it. This is The Unseen Story, firsthand accounts that reveal God's love and power in the lives of his children. What God has done for our storytellers, he lives to do for you. The Unseen Story is a nonprofit that relies on financial support from listeners like you. Please visit our website, theunseenstory.org, to find out how you can partner with us today. Sometimes when we do all the right things, life doesn't turn out the way we expect. Denny shares how some of her greatest disappointments in life led to blessings. In today's episode, Finding God in Disappointments. Hey, my name is Denny, and I am a lover of Jesus and hopefully a voice for the voiceless. And God has allowed me um, the great opportunity to do that for some sweet friends in Africa. So anyway, I just want to talk about how I got here. Um, I lived a lot of my life thinking that if I did all the right things, God was kind of obligated to bless me. And I found out in a really hard way that that's just simply not true and that most growth in our lives comes from walking through the hard places, the dark places, and trusting Him. For me, that happened when after 24 years of marriage, my marriage came to an end, and that was not in the playbook. I did not plan for that to happen. I was really shaken by that and just struggling to kind of regain my trust in the Lord when two years later I was diagnosed with breast cancer. And it was at that point that I had a dream one night um, where I was like a cartoon character saying, but I did all the right things. The Lord spoke in this dream and said, it is not about you. It is about me, and I can retain more glory by you walking through difficult times than I could with you having a trouble-free life. I mean, it was shocking to hear that because I thought it was about me. (laughs) And um, for him, because I thought he would be, glory would come to him as people saw your life looking good and looking perfect, it never occurred to me that he could, people could see him better when your life looks horrible, but you're trusting him in it. I just never occurred to me that that was even a possibility um, because, you know, most people just want their life to look pretty good all the time. So that started a journey of just um, learning to just walk with him in the good times and in the really hard things and let him teach me what that looked like to trust him in that. As a result, he has given me amazing opportunities to love people and care for people who are walking through difficult things um, because I can relate because I've been there, and I can relate that God is good in those times, and you learn to know him in ways that you would never know him when your life is going along smoothly. So over the last... 20 plus years, he has just taught me that interruptions in my life or the different, the things that happen that I'm not counting on, 
I don't have to look at as negatives that I can see him in those or look for him in those and see where he wants to refine me, um, like shave off some rough edges, uh, do work in my life so that I can be more like Jesus. Because, I mean, Jesus' life wasn't perfect when he was on earth. He walked through some hard things. I mean, the very first thing out of uh, after his baptism was going into the wilderness. And so what makes us think we're not going to go into a wilderness? He did. And when you look through Scripture, I mean, from the Old Testament through the New, it's God does, I mean, you look at Paul and God struck him down and with blindness, and that's what brought him to see Jesus was that. He was not, he was a hater of Jesus up to that point. Joseph, you know, was sold by his brothers, of all things, and yet that was God's plan to use him for the redemption of Israel. So I think we, when we look at life thinking it has to look good and um, all nice and perfect and all the um, edges trimmed off and everything, I think we're deceiving ourselves because I don't believe that's what God ever has called us to. He is more exposed and glorified through our lives in the midst of pain, in the midst of trouble, than he is when everything looks all rosy and good. And so he's kind of, over the years, just kind of stripped away all the self-sufficiency. He has me in a role now that there's there's nothing I can do to make, you know, I raise money. And that's up to God's dealing in people's hearts. It's a, a, it isn't up to whether I ask correctly or, and honestly, I never actually ask. I just build relationships um, and let God do the rest for them. And I think that's the the adventure we get to be on with him is to take ourselves out of the equation and look to him and let him show us what he'd have us do in, e- in each situation. And it can look different in each relationship or whatever. And then watch him move. Um, I've, I've realized... I mean, so my first response was, it was all about me. I did all the right things. Now my response is not that. It's, um, what are you doing, and how can I enter into that with you and be a part of that with you, and what does that look like? Yeah, because I know it's not about me now. I mean, I probably do, I probably default to that sometime, but that when I'm really pressing in, I know that it's not about me, and it's about him. But I think that's why I, I approached my kids differently. Um, rather than telling them what to do, because it was the right thing to do, I said, well, let's talk about that. What does that look like? And what could that look like? And so, um, which helped them make decisions, not always the right decisions, but eventually the right decisions. And to see that, because they weren't getting beat over the head with the gospel, they were being loved. And I think that that was the transition, you know, is, is that it wasn't about what you do. It's about who you are and how you trust him. And there's, that's a whole different thing there. But I never saw it before. It just didn't, yeah, I just thought it was about what you do, do the right things. Um, 
I realized that God could use the pain that I'd walked through to talk to other people about life is not necessarily going to look like you think it's going to look, and that's okay. But you can lean into him and trust him and grow in that, and you will be better for it, and he will use you in somebody else's life along the way. When I went, started going to a church that we know each other from, uh, they didn't know what to do with me because I was divorced. And so they just said, well, you just need to be hang out with the single women. I was 50, and they were like in their 20s and early 30s. And I was like, okay, I guess I'll hang out with the young women. And um, But which I thought was kind of punishment in a way, but it really wasn't. It was God's gift to me because he has allowed me to be in the lives of women, to be able to share some of these things that I've learned along the way. I wish somebody had shared them with me when I was young, before I was married, you know, all the stuff. And so now I've seen the fruit of that in different lives. So that's that was a gift. They didn't know they were giving me a gift when they told me to hang out with the single women, but they were. And it really did. That that has changed that changed the trajectory of my life. Because that's the real life we're living. It's not in this tied up in a pretty bow life. I know there are people that seem to have those lives, but I'm pretty sure that isn't what their life really is. It's just what they let you see. And I'd much rather be who I am in the ugly, good, the bad, and the ugly <laughs> than um, put off this front that I've got it all together because it's in the authenticity that we have real relationships with people. You can't have those relationships when you're putting on a show like you've got it together. And the reality is none of us do. None of us have it all together. And if we put up this front and we kind of act like we've got it all together, we're just, we're doing that because we think nobody's going to love us if they see who we really are. And the reality is when they see who we really are, they love us more because they know they're broken. And it's the best thing ever just to be who you are. When I went to Africa for the first time. I went with the young, the girls that I did ministry with. And I mean, and I told them, I can't do that. Y'all are young. I'm old. I mean, I gave all the excuses. Um, I was taking care of my mom at the time. And I was like, I got to have somebody to take care of my mom. I can't afford to go. And I can't ask for money. You guys can do that because you're young. And they said, we're just going to ask God to remove every one of those barriers. And he totally did. Like, he provided a caregiver to come stay with my mom. Um, He provided the money like that. It just came in so fast. And then, um, what was the third one? No, I am still old. I was still the same. (laughs) He didn't change that. But I went and it changed my life. Like, um. I was working at a university and we were raising a lot of money for things like fountains and they needed 65,000 to house 12 AIDS orphans and the disparity between a million dollars for a fountain and $65,000 to help kiddos that don't have parents anymore was like, I just couldn't, believe it and I just said okay Lord if you will um this was on the flight home I said if you will open doors for me to raise funds I've never raised a dime right except for the money to go on the trip like I worked for a 
a, a vice president of development. I, I, and I got him in the door to raise money. I didn't do that. And I said, if you'll open doors for me to, um, tell your story and raise funds for these kids or other people who need it to be a voice for the voiceless. I will leave this job where I have a secure salary. I had walked through my divorce and breast cancer with this group of people and they had been a family for me. And it was like, I will, but I'll leave and I'll do this if this is what you want. And he totally did. He just opened the doors to, for me to, do this and it's just it's really been beautiful to see and it isn't it isn't that I have to twist anybody's arm to do it I just tell their stories and just love the people well I raise funds for a ministry that empowers the poor in Uganda refugees and Ugandans um, with the gospel with economic empowerment um, every day and I love what I get to do We encourage you to ask Holy Spirit what He wants to say to you through this story. We invite you to partner with us through your God-given resources of time, prayer, and finances. Without your sharing, these stories don't spread to those who need them. Without your prayers, we are limited in what we can do for the kingdom. Without your finances, these powerful stories of God's supernatural love go untold. God has called us to share His stories, and we invite you to be a part of that mission. For more information, be sure to check out our website at theunseenstory.org. Thanks so much for listening.